Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Weekday Wednesday, Tucson, Arizona's number one online radio podcast about all things medical cannabis. Your host, Bellstar. And the Cannabis Kid. Our show features news, interviews, and all the latest information about anything and everything medical cannabis related in Tucson, Arizona, and, and the, the world, world at large. We'd love to hear from you. Please give us a call live at 646-915-8421. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on all social media, or email thctucson at gmail.com. We'd like to thank Tumbleweeds Health Center and Studio C, along with our many sponsors for hosting our show every week. With the lowest price certifications in town, you'll find hemp products, accessories, and all things related to medical cannabis education. Visit Tumbleweeds Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard or online at com. And remember, be smart, be safe, and educate. March 22nd, and there are only 278 days until Christmas. Woo! Get ready to bake. Take it up. Take it up. All right. I get awesome cookie piles of just madness of love <laughs> in cookie form every year. It's awesome. Woo! Happy Wednesday, Wednesday, everybody. Woo! Yeah, crash. All right. How's everybody doing today? What is everybody smoking? Where's my bong? I'm down to a baby bong right now. And, uh, and then there's water. And yeah, no good, no good. Just don't want bong water. That's the last thing we want. But we do want weekday Wednesdays. Kids, soft claps. Welcome, welcome. How's everybody doing? Uh, it is freaking windy out here today uh, in Tucson, Tucson, Arizona. Um, yeah, it is cold. It is very, very cold. Um, well, not probably not. It, it wouldn't be as cold if it's actually very, very windy. So we probably got a good temperature. Well, 58. That's cold enough. <laughs> All right. How is everybody? Um, I thought the cannabis kid was going to be here today. Maybe he's going to pop in in a little bit. Um, but in right now, we're going to give a shout out to Tumbleweed Health Center, 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Come on down, get certified, uh, get your medical card, get more medicine, um, stronger medicine, probably, well, I won't say better medicine because I think it's pretty much all the same at this point. You just can't have a lot of it uh, or the strength of it either. <clears throat> Plus, you get you get legal protection. Your jobs just can't go firing you unless they already have it written in that you can't, but then that you got, you know, that's on them right there. You know, you guys got to figure that out beforehand. People always say, if I have my card in my 
you know, totally scot-free here. No, not really totally scot-free. And some jobs, oh my God, it looks like the um, sign, the street signs come down. Um, but some jobs like, you know, air traffic control, school bus driver, I don't think they want you uh, smoking or vaping or eating or doing any of that stuff. They might have serious uh, bus drivers, you know, all the big bus, school bus, <laughs> all buses. Um, yeah airplane, pilots, you know, all sorts of things. Um, kind of can't use it then. But if you want to, when you're in Arizona and you wonder what you can get your card for, I'll help you that right now. But you can go to tumbleweedshealthcenter.com and you can book your appointment right there. We do telemedicine as well. Uh, but if you have one of these conditions, you can get a medical cannabis card. And that would be PTSD, but you have to have a letter from your doctor uh, with ongoing treatment for that one. That's an, You have to have an annual letter for that. Uh, cancer, glaucoma, AIDS, chronic pain covers um, darn near everything that isn't on the list, like fibromyalgia, migraines, um, IBS, CBD, RA, all the initials, you know, leg cramps, and any chronic pain the state considers chronic 20 days. I mean, 20, yeah, no, two months, not 20, I don't know where I got 20 days, two months or more. Um, so you can't come in after stubbing your toe uh, and try and get a card. Because I think you can do that in California. <laughs> um, so yeah, all sorts of chronic pain. Uh, severe nausea, seizures, including epilepsy, all seizures. Uh, HIV, hep C, ALS, Crohn's disease, agitation of Alzheimer's, including dementia and the other 20-something types of Alzheimer's there are. Crohn's disease, agitation, uh, cachexia, wasting syndrome, severe and persistent muscle spasms, including multiple sclerosis. Parkinson's would fall into that, tremors of sorts, um, anything like that. So if you have one of those conditions, and the great thing about this program is that if you don't see your condition on here, but your medication or the treatment you're going through is causing it, you can get your card for that as well. If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification health and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. That's right. You can call us at 520-838-4430. You can email thctucson at gmail.com, and you can also um, go to the website. You can fill out a telemedicine form. We also have uh, forms at the bottom you can fill out and ask any question you like, and we'll get back at you. We're on Facebook and Instagram and uh, all those social media things. Well, not all, but most of them anyway. All right, let's see what is going on in Arizona. See what's going on. We're going to go to azmarijuana.com. Uh, there is a new Arizona bill that would change the medical marijuana program. All right. Arizona Dispensary Association is encouraging Arizona community members to support Senate Bill 1466 SB 1466. 
medical uh, omnibus bill and could affect the state's medical marijuana program. SB 1466 recently unanimously passed the Health and Human Services Committee hearing. It will be heard, um, it was heard on Monday. Uh, Quote, ADA supports uh, SB 1466, which gives veterans the ability to acquire a medical marijuana card at no cost from the state, uh, said Ann Torres, executive director of the ADA. Quote, often veterans suffer from PTSD, insomnia, heightened anxiety, and chronic pain. A free medical marijuana card gives veteran patients access to medical cannabis treatment for any of these common conditions. And I will say that it is the state fee that would be free. Um, They would um, waive that fee for veterans. Yes, 100% waiver of medical marijuana card costs to veterans from the state of Arizona. They would add PTSD into the statute. They would add autism spectrum disorder as a debilitating medical condition. Uh, Alignment of the advertising, packaging, and branding to match the rules of smart and safe. And they would require protection for children. Child-resistant packaging prohibits advertising attractive to children, uh, adds advertising restrictions. Alignment of the definition of marijuana and marijuana products. Codifying the use of telehealth. Uh, updating the details of the requirements in the QR code and track traceability. That's pretty awesome. Provide a unified cover sheet for COAs to simplify consumer patient experience. That's really good because people want to see those and oftentimes they are very, very unclear. And they would remove a government-led lab testing council and place it with a full public forum. Quote, The ADA's primary mission is to promote and advocate for safe, consumer-focused cannabis industry in Arizona, said Torres. We aim to continuously educate consumers on the importance of visiting only licensed dispensaries and consuming only THC and CBD products that have been lab tested and approved. To find out more, visit the Arizona Dispensary Association website. For more resources and information from the Arizona Poison Center, please visit azpoison.com and the public may access a live stream of Monday's meeting Uh, there is a link that I will copy for you folks and I will put that into our blog and we'll go from here now if you want to call in you can call in it's 646-915-8421 if you want to chat press pound one and we'll know you want to say hello on air yeah all right so that's great because we need some more conditions added and those are um, a couple that we get uh, asked about all the time Um, the autism spectrum disorder um, we do get a fair amount of of patients that come in and it's been very helpful for them um, with you know all that it causes so that's and then the $50 fee for uh, the $50 state fee, that drops at, you know, it, was, it would be $150 down to $50 for everybody with renewals every two years. So that would be just $25 a year for the state fee. Um, of course, you would still have facility fees and doctor fees. Uh, but still, $150 to $50 bucks sounds good to me. All right, let's see what else is going on in the world of cannabis. Oh, all right. 
There, well, here's, yeah, in the world. Doo, doo, doo. Court ruling could lead to cannabis planting in Brazil. Ooh. <laughs> uh I laugh because I know two phrases in Brazil, tutubane and pounds you queijo, which basically means hello and cheese bread. <laughs> and it automatically makes people laugh because they have the best cheese bread ever. All right. Court ruling could lead cannabis planning. An appeals court in Brazil reported that it will hand down a ruling that could lead to a significant change in the country's weed laws. According to Routers, the Superior Court of Justice, STJ, which serves as the top appeals court in Brazil for non-constitutional matters, quote, has agreed to rule on whether companies and farmers can plant cannabis in the country, which could open the door to legal cultivation for medicinal and, uh, and industrial purposes after legislative efforts stalled in recent years, quote. The case was brought by a biotech company called DNA Salucos uh, and Biotechnologia, which is, quote, arguing for the right to import seeds and plant cannabis with higher levels of cannabinoids such as CBD and less uh, of the cannabinoids like THC, a psychoactive component in the plant, according to Routers. Routers reported that the decision from the appeals court, quote, was made public on March 14th and established its jurisdiction uh, for a nationwide precedent regarding the import of seeds and planting cannabis, quote. And that decision has carried immediate implications. Quote, now all pending cases regarding permission to plant cannabis in the country will be frozen until the STJ makes a final and biting decision, according to the outlet. Brazil allows the sale and production of cannabis products, but companies must import the key ingredients. The court's final ruling on on cannabis expected within the next year could make it a trailblazer on a topic spurned by many in Brazil's conservative-leaning Congress, like the Supreme Court's 2011 ruling paving the way for same-sex marriage. Last summer, the Superior Court of Justice ruled that patients in Brazil can grow their own cannabis for medical treatment. In that decision, the five-judge panel ruled in favor of three patients who had brought brought the case authorizing them, quote, to grow cannabis for medical treatment, a decision that is likely to be applied nationwide in similar cases, quote. The Associated Press reported at that time. The unanimous decision by the court allowed the, quote, three patients to grow cannabis and extracted soil for use in pain relief, quote. The discourse against the possibility is moralistic. It often has a religious nature based on dogmas and false truth, stigmas. Judge Rogerio Schietti said in the ruling, quote, let us stop the prejudice, the moralism that delays the development of this issue at the legislative and many times clouds the minds of Brazilian judges, quote. Medical cannabis is legal in Brazil, though limited. Recreational marijuana use is prohibited. Marijuana legalization did not figure prominently in Brazil's presidential election last year, with candidates generally steering clear of the issue. The winner of that election, Luiz Inacio Lula da Silva, quote, does not seem to have a very concrete plan regarding cannabis specifically, quote, according to Benzinga, which noted that it, quote, retains to be seen if said plan will respond to the claims of the cannabis community. But 
If we go by his broader drug policy plan, it's safe to assume it will be more humane than his predecessors, quote. Routers has more background on the country's weed policy. <clears throat> Brazil, quote, Brazil banned growing cannabis sativa L, the plant that makes hemp and marijuana. Researchers and cannabis firms have argued that Brazil's tropical climate is ideally suited to make it a leading global supplier. <laughs> the decision this month by the Superior Court of Justice to rule in the case suggests that the panel is prepared to establish a precedent on the issue. Router cited that <clears throat> Brazilian lawyer Victor Miranda, who said, quote, that STJ's decision to set precedent on the matter was consistent with Brazilian jurisprudence and gave no clear sign of how it would ultimately rule on the merits of the case. All right, well, go Brazil. At least you got the medical going on. Um, huh, all right, well, yeah, it would be nice to, if they could grow it like anybody else and, and retain that business for themselves. Um, but that is what the governments have to deal with. Uh, oh, we got another caller. Welcome, Silver Sister. Here you are, hoping you're feeling better, maybe taking some tinctures. Uh, that would be probably helpful. Uh, at any rate, you are listening to Weed Stay Wednesday. Thanks for tuning in. Oh, do, oh, the Taliban bans weed cultivation. What? But I don't think you really want to message, mess with them. Yep, violators will be punished accordingly. So, uh, Taliban Supreme Leader uh, Hibatullah uh, Akinzada decreed. And sorry, I just botched that name. Uh, Sharia law in the Taliban-dominated country of Afghanistan now bans weed cultivation along a list of other basic freedoms. The Express Tribune reports that the Taliban supreme leader issued a decree in Kabul, Afghanistan, that the cult, uh, cultivation of cannabis is prohibited across the country. The decree was reported on March 19th when someone is caught growing cannabis the operation will be destroyed and violators punished according to law. <laughs> Cultiv I don't even want to know what that means. Quote, cultivation in the whole country is completely banned, and if anyone grows them, the plantation will be destroyed. The, cult uh, the courts have also been ordered to punish the violators as per Sharia law, uh, stated Akinzada. Uh, who is Akinzada? CBS reported on February 17, 2023, that Akinzada has essentially taken Afghanistan back to the, quote, Stone Age, quote, with one of the most draconian uh, takes on Sharia law. Within two years, he took women out of schools in the country again, even in the Taliban's acting minister of interior, uh, Sarah Juden uh, Haqqani, criticized uh their thirst for power. What exactly are punishments under Sharia law? The crimes, quote, uh, of apostasy, revolt, adultery, slander, alcohol carry penalties. That include, oh, I knew this was going to, amputation of hands, amputee, flogging, and or death. This also includes punishments for the uncovered bodies and hair of women. Cannabis and opium trade is believed to have fueled militancy in Afghanistan before the Taliban's rise to power in 2021. After September 11th, 
2001, insurgents in Afghanistan never gave up for over 20 years. On April 14th, uh, 2021, President Joe Biden announced that remaining troops in Afghanistan would be withdrawn by September 11, 2021, 20 years after 9-11. Four presidents subsequently failed to dissolve the Taliban, but after announcing withdrawal, the Taliban military immediately sprung into action and took the capital on August 15, 2021, causing the government to collapse. The Taliban announced control about a month later. Cannabis in Afghanistan. Cannabis cultivation is by no means a limited underground phenomenon in Afghanistan. For background, cannabis remains one of the most produced crops by farmers across the country. Afghanistan, quote, is the second country most frequently reported as the origin of seized cannabis resin worldwide, accounting for 18% of all reports on the main country of origin in the period 2015 to 2019, quote, the UN Office of Drugs and Crime, UNDOC, reported in 2021, only Morocco reports more seizures of cannabis resin. Between 10,000 and 24,000 hectares of cannabis were grown every year in Afghanistan, with major operations in 17 out uh, 34 provinces, the UNODC reported in 2010. It's kind of a double standard if you look at what the Taliban has done in the past. Before the Taliban took over power once again in 2021, militants reportedly, quote, siphoned off millions of dollars, quote, from pot farmers and the smugglers who ship cannabis. Creating more hypocrisy, the Taliban claimed to have partnered with the medical cannabis company in 2021. Taliban press director uh, Kari Saeed Kasti claimed that a contract had been signed between the government and a cannabis firm called Sea Farm to set up a $450 million cannabis processing center in Afghanistan, and further, that the facility would be, quote, up and running within days, quote. The news ran globally, picked up by outlets including Times of London. This also coincided with the report of Afghanistan's Pajwak Afghanistan News Service that represent, uh, representatives of the company met with counter-narcotic officials at the Ministry of the Interior to discuss the production of medicines and creams. Sea Farm Australia, the first company named in the press as being involved in the deal, subsequently rebuked the claim, according to Reuters. For the time being, cannabis cultivation is banned for everyone else in the country. Yeah. And you don't really want to mess with Afghanistan like they're saying. You could hands and feet cut off, death. Oh, Cannabis Kid, what is up? Are you here? Are you listening? Are you going to come on air? Or are you just teasing us? Good morning, hey everybody. How's it going, Cannabis Kid? I'm good. I'm sorry I didn't get to make it in today. Got a, got a little uh, hectic this morning, but... um. I thought I'd call in while I'm driving to my next appointment and just say hi to everybody, especially hello, to hello. you and Silver Sister. Are you there? Silver Sister is uh, not here. Um, she is on. She is at home at the moment, but I am here. Okay. <laughs> How are you? How are your cannabis adventures? <laughs> my cannabis adventures have been good. I've uh, been trying out some new dispensaries around town, and um, 
I don't know if anyone has been to the new uh, D2. They have a new building over on the east side of town off of uh, 22nd and Cole. And uh, they've done a really nice job there with the uh, uh, building that they have. It's in a strip mall. Um, and uh, it, I don't know for anybody who remembers, but it is the, was the old Goodwill. Um, and oh, the Goodwill yeah. actually had a, uh, a place where you could drive up and drop your items off that you were going to donate. Well, they did a little bit of remodeling and allow for a drive-up dispensary. So nice. you can actually drive up, order, and um, um, get uh, giving your goods through a, a, a window. So uh, That's awesome. that was pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, so I was sitting there talking to uh, some of the uh, staff that were there, and I was just telling them how great, you know, it is. And I said, you know, I was telling them how long I've had my card. And um, and I talk about this because um, when I was there, they had um, some tumbleweeds uh, information on their um, on their front desk. So oh, I was excellent. like, yeah, so. Yeah, so it was it was great because they're uh, you know obviously uh, advertising Tumbleweed Health Center dot com um, and I <laughs> uh, uh, thought it was really sweet of them. So I started talking to them a little bit about how I got involved with cannabis back in the day when it was uh, a little bit in the gray area and how tumbleweeds used to run um, back in the day and um, how it yep. was scary, you know. And now here we are. Yeah. Um, serving people their uh, medicinal cannabis through uh, a... Uh, through a window. A through window. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we just all sat there and laughed and talked about how different it was from, you know, 10 years ago to now and uh, how it's just really awesome. You know, we were talking about how if you go downtown, you know, it's not... Uh, people are smoking, and it's it's not something that uh, the cops are worrying about anymore. You know, it's yeah. it's okay. It, it's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's a really cool thing to uh, to be a part of. So yeah, it is. So that's a, a little bit of thing on uh, how things are going here in Tucson, and you know we're going to start seeing a lot more. Uh, uh, I guess, advantageous things that are going to be happening with uh, the dispensaries around here and what's the next big thing that they're going to be doing. You know, we also have, we have drive through now, um, delivery. Um, yep. I love the delivery. That's, the that's delivery my favorite. Is great. Yep, yeah. Delivery is awesome. Yep. And I'm not, so I, nice. I go to uh, Desert Bloom for the delivery. Well, actually, gotcha. <laughs> they come to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah it so it's just really it's a really cool thing to see how uh how far we've come and um all the good things that have come out of this. Um you know, Tucson's growing as a city and uh we have a lot of new people um moving here. And uh yeah. to have this opportunity uh for uh you know, people coming from out of state, um and almost Almost everybody has cannabis, right? Uh, how many states are we up to now? Well, I was just looking at the, um, there's a map right here. 
Um, most most everybody, I think we're at like 33 or 36, have some sort of something going on. Whether it's medical or legal or recreational or, um, yeah, so something like that. So we're definitely over half, and that is awesome. Oh, yeah. We're way past half at this point. Yeah, and, you know, funny that you talk about this because this is our um, – we're going into our 11th, 11th year of the radio Congratulations, show. Congratulations, That's awesome. Congratulations, Cannabis Kid and Silver Sister and our awesome listeners out there. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool. So, yeah, it's, we've seen everything from, yeah, it was scary back then. <laughs> um, it was not, you know, and I grew up in the Bay Area where we literally would go to Berkeley, we'd go to Telegraph Avenue, and we'd go try and find someone who had the weed, you know. <laughs> the ganja. Yeah, the ganja, the good, the pot, the dope, the whatever. We never, and, you know, we always, most always, it was so brown and dried out. We're picking out seeds. And oh, stems. yeah. And back then, well, I didn't know to save it any of that mostly, stuff. It was mostly seeds and stems. By the time you got down to it, you had this little yeah. tiny pile of pot. Because you'd always yeah. have someone that would clean it. And it was like their favorite job to do. They're like, I want to clean the pot. I'm like, all right. Yeah, but Get the swag that we got, it, it wasn't even cleanable. Oh, you mean they like picking that out? Oh, yeah, there's always that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No. Um, yeah, but now, I mean, now it's just, it's, it's just, you know, well, what I grow, I like. Uh, what I see at the dispensaries, I'm not so happy with when it comes to flour. But um, at least you can get it. <laughs> you know, you can go and get pretty much any form of anything. Are there dispensaries that are really doing, like, the spaghetti sauces and olive oils? Is there anyone really into that whole realm yet? Um, you know, uh, Green Halo um, has a lot of uh, cooking items. Yeah. So, yeah, they have some seasonings um, and... Uh, some different stuff like that, olive oils. Um, and I'm not sure about the spaghetti sauces, but I wouldn't put it past them. Um, but yeah. yeah, there are, you know, I know I know California has quite a bit uh, as far oh, yeah. as the uh, places that you can go. Um, I went to San Diego one time, and they had literally an ice cream place that had like yeah. ice cream and I mean yeah don't get me wrong I I don't know if I could ice cream is dangerous for me it would have to be so like for me it would have to be a 100 milligram drumstick oh that would be <laughs> all right let's go road trip road trip 100 milligram um, drumstick, and I'm on I, it. I sent you a really cool article the other day um, through Messenger about cannabis and the where it originally came from. Ah. And they, they talk about the origin of cannabis and how it kind of spread throughout the world. Uh, it was a really interesting... Uh, article because it also talked about since we're talking about food this is where I kind of want to go off on my tangent is that back back 
that back in the day. I mean, we're talking about thousands and thousands of years ago. When this plant was found, they were talking about how it actually produced fruit. Um, and you know how the and the flowers turned into a fruit. Um, and now it's bred, that, that kind of part is bred out of it. Um, but they were talking how it's edible, uh, you know, uh, the plant being completely used uh, for, you know, medicinal purposes and how the whole plant is, is edible, you know, even down right. to the roots. And, right. um, I mean, it, you know, we go on about this uh, as it being an incredible plant, and, uh, and it is. Um, but I think we're just on the tip of the iceberg of what we're finding out about this plant, um, yeah. especially with all the, you know, uh, scientists and everybody who is studying it now. Um, you know, for such a long time, we, we, we didn't have access to this. Um, and, and I think, well, a lot of, I don't want to say we didn't have access to it because I think studies were still happening even though, things were not allowed to be studied. I think mm-hmm. studies were still happening. I mean, obviously they were. But uh, yeah. to actually really get in and uh, and do some of this stuff that that we're doing now is just incredible. And like I said, we're yeah. all right on the tip of the iceberg of what we're going to be finding out. You know, who knows what we're going to find out in the next five to ten years or even the next three to five. Um, right. So it'll be interesting to... Uh, it really definitely be interesting to see where we, we go here in the next few years. Well, I, in you saying, talking about the history of thousands of years ago, absolutely. I think when, when people started super breeding the THC and, and getting everything out of the, you know, just downgrading all the other cannabinoids, um, I think now they're coming to realize that, hey, wait a minute, all these cannabinoids are super awesome. Like I said from the very right. beginning, uh, why don't we just potentiate the entire plant? Let's let's get the highest level of every cannabinoid you possibly can. And I think that would be, be that would be going back to the very beginning, which is how it was in the I first agree. place. Now right. I don't know if they were using the teas and the nutrients and obviously they didn't have the LED lights back then, but maybe they did. <laughs> maybe there's some Egyptian, you know, pyramid and it's got a whole like basement of LED lights down there. What? You know, so, um, but yeah, we're going back to big, big, big genes in the plant for sure. Yeah. And I, you know, we see this happening in California where they're growing outside and these, and these, these plants are ginormous. Oh my God. We're talking about, you know, seven feet, 10 feet tall, uh, with, or with a radius around it of like the same, almost like a big, huge bush, you know, a shrub of some sort. Um, and you're, you're talking about a radius of like five to six feet, you know, around, and, uh, like a, I mean, yeah. these plants are giant artists with huge yeah, plants on them. Yeah, it's like the redwood forest, man. They, redwood's got nothing on right. these pot plants these guys are growing. It's insane. Yeah. And so, you know, I know that back in the day, 
we, we were definitely farmers. You know, we have that kind of in our our DNA is that we, we can grow things. And uh, I would have loved to see what they were doing, you know, obviously, you know, 4,000 years ago. Uh, not, well, not 4,000, but you know what I mean, like, well, yeah. Years ago. Maybe 10,000 years ago. Plants actually looked like, you know, before that they were crossbred and things taken out yep. of them. And, you know, how big were these plants getting um, at originally. the time of when people found them originally? Yeah. Mm hmm. So. Heirlooms. But yeah. The heirloom cannabis. Great article. Heirloom cannabis. That's coming. You know it is. Um, oh, they have it. Someone's going to find some seeds. Someone's going to find some seeds in an old sarcophagus or tomb or wherever they're putting these, hiding these seeds. And uh, we're going to have some amazing well, stuff. They already found some in Shakespeare's backyard, right? He had a pipe and they had, had cannabis in it. Oh, I mean, that's we right. Know who was yeah. Doing it. yeah. Shakespeare, I, well, who was it? Silver Sister, text me. Who was that? <laughs> Somebody. Well, that article is really good. If you get a chance, take a look at it. It's um, Origin of Cannabis. Um, I, thought I it saw was that. You can definitely read that on air sometime, um, for yeah. sure. Scientists well, it was a great article. Something. I thought you would really enjoy it. It had some really good information on it, uh, just kind of going back to uh, cannabis as food. Um, mm-hmm. Which is really interesting to think about, you know, we have all those cannabinoid receptors um, in our mouth, down our throat, in esophagus, and really all the way down into our stomach. Um, And to know that those are there. Yeah. And, you know, to know that this is what it was needing to eat it, uh, to consume it. so it, it knew exactly where we need it needed it to be, which is really amazing. Well, and I think um, more and more people are going to start juicing it and they're going to um, go back to its raw form and get, you know, get all the medicine out um, without altering its form in any way, you know, like uh, Dr. Courtney talked yeah. about. Yeah. Right, right. Which is, um, I'm not so sure if that if that video is still up on the website. Uh, I think they took it down or did something. That was a really awesome video. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's there. Because, who took it down? Well, they 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 blocked the they blocked the link. Um, so I don't know why. Like, like our country blocked the link, or like like or like YouTube. I think YouTube blocked that link. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, there it is. Well, well, there's, I can, you know, um, I can always, but you can always find it. It's right there. I can, you can always find it online. Um, but that is just an amazing video about the power of juicing and how, you know, doctors will tell you that basically on the brink of death and then you try juicing cannabis and you come back to life. Seriously, it was like, this, this story was awesome. Remember, we got to sit next to Dr. Courtney at the um, uh, Patients at a Time Patients conference. Time. Yeah, I do. That was crazy. I remember that. Everybody was there. Dr. Andrew Weil was there. Uh, Robert Platchorn was there. Uh, Irvin Rosenfeld was there. 
Dr. Regina Nelson was there. Who else was there? Everybody was there. Uh, I bet Sue Cicely was even there. <laughs> we didn't even know her then. I bet she uh, was Sue Cicely was there. Sue Cicely was there. I do remember. I mean, yeah. the amount of people that were at that event was incredible. Um, I know. I almost want to say uh, Machellum. Oh, Raphael Machellum well. was there? Uh, Mishulam. Yeah, Mishulam was there. Oh, I don't know about I that mean, one. I, I, I could have swore. I could have swore he was there. Well, we can look that up, but at any rate, that I blew our that. minds. Yeah. That was well, an awesome conversation. Dr. Courtney was talking, um, when Dr. Courtney was talking, that was a really amazing um, talk from him. Yeah. The then I realized that he shared. Right next to <laughs> yeah, juicing is the way to yeah. go because you don't alter any of the uh, molecules in the plant. He said you get 600 times the amount of cannabis that you you get uh, medicinally because if you start to heat it, you start to change everything molecularly, and then uh, you start losing some of your your good your good stuff, your good cannabinoids and terpenes and all the other fun things in there. I'm no scientist. <laughs> I just know what he said. <laughs> you kind of are, Belle. You kind of are. <sighs> weed, science, the science of weed. Oh, man, science yeah. Science of weed, juicing it. Yeah, if you can. It's hard to get your hands on fresh plants, though, because people don't want to give those up. They do not want to give those yeah. up. So um, if you do know... You have a neighbor that's growing, and they might let you have some, you know, then you can maybe get your hands on it. But I don't think there's a dispensary in town that sells, like, just fresh, raw, juiced cannabis plants in a drink. Do you know of one? No. I don't think I've been. No, I don't. No, I know, I know they have, like, juices. Extract. But I don't know that extract. But they're made with yeah. extract juice. But yeah, it's, it's not the kind plant. Of extract. Yeah, it's not the plant. <clears throat> no, I don't I don't think it's the plant at all. So, um yeah, super important to try that out. Uh especially for your gut, good gut health. And it's very energetic. I don't, uh for me it, it almost gave me too much energy. It was like, "Whoa. Slow down." So I already I already wake up like a little monkey in bed, but um so good for you. And we'll have to play that that video, the uh, power, it's called Leaf, the Health Benefits of Juicing Raw Cannabis. We'll have to play that for you. Oh, Cannabis Kid, what, are you coming next week? Do we get you full leaf, full life? Yes. We're going to have to have an anniversary show. Maybe we'll just wait and plan the anniversary show and, and have you for that. That would be great. And that's next week. Um, we'll see. We'll see what day we want to get together, a little group of our, our friends from uh, the Patients at a Time show. We've always had Robert Platshorn, Irvin Rosenfeld, uh, Doug Fine's been on for our our uh, anniversary show, and then Dr. Nelson, Dr. Regina's usually on. So, yeah, we could probably get the group back together and and get everybody back on the show for an, another anniversary celebration. It's always nice to find out what those pioneers are doing. Find yeah, out how many uh, government 
how many government joints Irvin's up to now, like 400,000 <laughs> in his lifetime, how many they sent him. And you can see his government can down at uh, Tumbleweeds Health Center, 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Come on down. Come get certified. You come see the government can. We have one of his on hand down there. Yeah, it's um, pretty cool. Yeah. Our own government cool. has been giving it to patients for since the 1980s. Since the 1980s, so over since the 1980s. over 40 years. Yeah, ridiculous. Yep. And oh, that would be interesting to find out how many patents does the government have on um, cannabis? Does the government? What were what were they we had one. a few years ago? Um, they, they had one when we started. All right, let's find out. It doesn't have, let's see, here we go. Uh, <laughs> there's the question. Why does the government have a patent on cannabis? Let's see here. Government. Oh, that's a patent. good one. Yeah. There are a lot. Um, how they, how they got it back in 1999. Yeah, see, they started this stuff a long time ago. I just want to know how many. I don't need the full story. <laughs> I'm American. I want it now. Let's, yes. Give me the cliff notes. Government patents for dummies. Uh, oh, 12 cannabis plant patents and counting. There you go. 12 so far. 12 patents. 12 cannabis plant patents and counting. That's crazy. They had one. Well, so they're going one a year. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah, you can't patent the whole plant, but you can patent the cannabinoids in them. So that's what they've done. Ooh, the wind is coming. All righty. Yeah. Well, I am at my uh, appointment. Um, I'm really glad that I got to be on the show this morning and get to talk a little bit. I always enjoy that. Um, and yes, yes I will be there. I will be there next uh, next Wednesday. All right, we will see you next Wednesday. Have an awesome right. Wednesday, Wednesday. You too, and um, give my love to Silver Sister. Um, will do. It'll be good to see you, ladies, here pretty soon. All right. We need David. We need a day of David and Buster's and some. Uh, and uh and cannabis. Yeah, bong hits bong hits and busters is what we'll call it. <laughs> <laughs> bong hits I and busters. Well you have an amazing Wednesday too and I miss you and I can't wait to see you. You too. Happy Wednesday. Cannabis kid everyone. Yay. Bye everybody. Talk to you soon. All right. Well, I did find that video, so I want to play a little bit of it. Um, let's see here. Leaf, the power of juicing. Let's see if this will work, though, because sometimes it does and sometimes it does. Camp, uh, Silver Sister will have to tell us. It's a great video about juicing. I'll post it in the blog there, too. Dr. Courtney, Leaf, the power of juicing. All right. There you go. Thanks for tuning in to Weekday Wednesday, folks. We love having you here each and every Wednesday.
Oh, any even. All right. Sorry about that. All right, we'll have to. Well, you guys can go to the link and uh, you can check it out. We'll stop this actually so that, um, yeah. Anywho, that's an awesome link. I'm going to take a quick break uh, and we'll be right back. I'll be blazing and smoking it, about to go and get some munchies next Passing up on those cracker jacks, Reese's pizzas are where it's at Gotta get me some soda pop, cotton mouth has been creeping up I can't remember where I put my keys, yeah, that's what's up I'ma take your grandpa's ride, I'ma take your grandpa's ride No, for real, ask your grandpa, can I take a 65? Seville cruising to my local Publix Nothing better than rolling with two super fly chicks They have frozen burritos, I bought frozen burritos I bought some Ben and Jerry's, and then I bought some Cheetos Hello, hello, my main man Obama A couple states have just reformed their laws on marijuana What you gonna do, send the feds there? Hell no, the DEA's would be like, ah, oh, they got volcanoes I'm gonna smoke some weed Only got $20 in my pocket I'm a hunt, looking for a pot shop This is fucking know about the science of marijuana what you know about people suffering from glaucoma they need it they need it it helps them with their condition if you don't believe me then just ask some eye physicians thank your granddad for voting for that guy richard nixon is the president who made the plant illegal but science is now showing that it's medicine for people and the private sector fighting to keep all of that illegal alcohol and tobacco pharmaceutical prisons i'll take those four major lobby groups and fight those motherfuckers they're making money day and night all those motherfuckers and bribing congress out of sight all those motherfuckers to be like, oh, it's immoral and unhealthy I'm like, how many people are you making wealth? Anti-marijuana lobbies are making all kinds of profits And they don't want you to stop it because of all the special interests I call that getting swindled and pimped shit I call that getting tricked by the government That law's hella old So it's time to update it, regulate it, and then get it under state control Peak game, look into my political telescope Think it's gonna stay like this forever? Not hella won't Not hella won't Being a hypocrite, you used to smoke weed, fool. I'm gonna smoke some weed, only got $20 in my pocket. I'm a hunt, looking for a pot shop, this is fucking awesome. Let's end the war on drugs, it's time to pull the plug. These special interest groups are nothing more than corporate thugs. Let's end the war on weed, the people have agreed. These special interest groups have kept these laws with pride. 
Welcome back to Weed Day Wednesday, everybody. Sorry about the late break, uh, but we had Cannabis Kid on air. Yay. All right. So today's Wednesday, March 22nd, 278 days till Christmas. Uh, just a reminder for the messy. March 22. All right. Let's see what else is going on in the world of weed. All right. Let's see here. World of weed. World of weed. I found an article where, uh, no, what cannabis can learn. No, no, no. CBD. There it is. All right. Here we go. Okay. Well, let's see. <clears throat> all right. Um. Oh, what is this? Gosh. I hate all these pop-ups that come up. All right. Here's something. Washington bill to protect job applicants from marijuana discrimination advances in the House. After passing the Senate. All right, let's see. News from all around. A Washington State House Committee advanced legislation on Tuesday that would protect job applicants in the state from being discriminated against for using marijuana. The bill, which already passed the full Senate last month, would forbid most employers from rejecting applicants simply for testing positive for cannabis on pre-employment drug tests. Workers could still be fired for a positive marijuana test that occurs after they're hired, however. Hmm. Lawmakers on the House uh, Labor and Workplace Standards Committee voted 6-3 to along party lines to approve the measure, SB 5123. Committee Chair... Uh, Liz Ferry said before the final vote that the bill, quote, protects workers in our state who legally use cannabis, which is a legal substance here in Washington, and prevents discrimination from cannabis use in Washington, just like alcohol is permitted. In fact, the legislation provides no additional protections for people who use marijuana once they are employed. The bill supporters say the changes needed because many Washingtonians I'm not even kidding you. Washingtonians don't apply for jobs due to fear of failing a drug test. Well, that's that's countrywide. Quote, this will allow for more people to apply for jobs without having to worry that they're going to be screened out in the hiring process. Uh, Co-sponsor Derek Stanford said last month. The panel at Tuesday's hearing rejected two amendments from Republican members, meaning the bill remains in the same form in which it passed the Senate. One amendment would have expanded the list of jobs that would not be subject to the bill's uh, protections, including more positions in law enforcement, fire departments, and jails. As the committee's vice chair, Rep. Mary Fossey, uh, pointed out, the bill already exempts positions that require federal background checks or security clearances, as well as anyone in the airline or aerospace industry or any safety-sensitive position where impairment might present a substantial risk of death. Right? Another would have empowered the state attorney general to enforce the law. For example, by conducting investigations and pursuing administrative sanctions or economic penalties against employers who violate the proposed rule. It also would have set maximum penalties for employers. Democrats said that the amendment would wrongly uh, place cannabis product into a section of state law dealing with criminal matters. Washington state was one of the first U.S. states to legalize marijuana for adults, with voters approving the change in the ballot in 2012. 
but the state's cannabis laws currently don't provide protections to employees or job seekers who use marijuana on their own time. SB 5123's lead sponsor, uh, Senator Karen Kaiser, has described the measure as, quote, simply opening the front door of getting into a job, quote, noting, if your employer wants to test you every week after you're hired, they're still able to do that. A number of other states where cannabis is legal already have laws on the books prohibiting employers from disqualifying job applicants on the basis of marijuana use. Nevada adopted such a policy in 2019, and last year, California Governor Gavin Newsom signed a law making it illegal for employers to, quote, discriminate against a person in hiring, termination, or any term of condition of of employment, or otherwise penalize a person, quote, solely because of off-duty marijuana use. Meanwhile, several other Washington state cannabis and drug policy bills have also been moving forward, including measures to allow interstate marijuana commerce and study the therapeutic use of psilocybin. Lawmakers last month, however, declined to act on a separate bill that would have legalized home cultivation for marijuana, meaning that growing plants for personal use remain a felony in the state. Wow, that is interesting. thought you could grow in Washington state. Oh, what's it say here? Uh, uh, no. All right. Well, thank you, uh, marijuanamoment.net, for that little bit of information. And thank all of you for tuning in to Weed Stay Wednesday each and every week. Thanks so much for tuning in. We love you. We miss you guys when we're not with you. Smoke some bongs. Take some weed. Do a tincture. Do something. Have fun. Be smart. Be safe. And educate. All right, folks, we will be back next week with more marijuana news. Wednesday, everybody. Have a good one.